Hey guys, welcome back to Floral Couch Conversations. I'm Emily. And I'm Melissa. And today, <laughs> we are pretty darn excited that it's finally spring. Finally. Although that we might get another snowstorm here. You never know. Are you kidding? That's that's not real. Did you just make that up? Expect the unexpected. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. As you're looking at me, I have like, I'm peeling on my forehead because it went from like snowing one week to like 70 degrees the next and I'm definitely sunburned. So am I, but not on my face, on my arms. Good story. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was like everyone and their mom was outside on I loved it. Saturday because it was just so nice. It's beautiful. But uh, freaking weather talk. Changing the subject. <laughs> How's it going? It's good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm tired. Yeah. How has your week been? It's been good. I'm glad it's Thursday tomorrow already. It's going to be a fun weekend. We were talking before this. I'm so tired because our dog, Moose, woke us up at like 1.30 a.m. because he was sprinting around the house because he had like these weird spasms in his back and his back legs. And I've never seen him pant so much and wag his tail as fast as he was wagging his tail. Because he was in so much pain? Because I don't know if it hurt him or if it, he was just like scared because his like back was like shaking. But he would not stop pacing around the house and was panting. And we just had to like hold him and like calm him down. And eventually he was okay. But, but then he was really tired today because he was spent the whole night running around, running in circles around the house. Oh, poor dog. What do you think caused it? We think the common denominator is a treat that we have in like, it's just like a bag of treats downstairs that he's only gotten one like a few times. And we feel like the last time we gave him that kind of treat, this happened. And so it's the second time. So just cut it out and see what happens. It's just like a weird allergic reaction because I Googled it and it was like it could happen because of food. It could happen because of allergies and to just like if it keeps happening take him to the vet but it's only been like the last time was probably like at least six months ago so i don't know he's probably fine yeah hopefully. but i was like oh leave me alone <laughs> he heard us talking about him though he definitely just scooted closer sorry moose <laughs> how are you i'm good it was kind of a long couple days because i took some vacation to go turkey hunting and oh turkey hunting i know i realized i was like oh, i should have said that less minnesotan but i don't even know how yeah, which was really fun. Got a turkey. What? How long did it take you to get that turkey? So I only went out for like a couple hours and then it like came in silently. And then you, sometimes they like gobble so you like know they're coming, but this one didn't. And it was like 250 yards-ish out and ideally it'd be within 50 yards to like actually shoot. And so I had to like my dad had to like call it in and so I was like had my gun up and was ready to like shoot but it, it took like forever because it also had a hen with it and so it was like showing off and like prancing back and forth <laughs> until it got to like the 50 yard mark so the man turkeys you shot a man turkey right you can only shoot men yes so they kind of look like peacocks don't they yeah and that they like puff up they have like the tail feathers yeah Okay, because one time I saw like three turkeys on the side of the road <laughs> and I'm pretty sure there was a peacock with them too. Like really? it had joined the pack. <laughs> yeah, and I took a picture and brought it home and showed my dad 
this because it was like a long time ago <laughs> the peacock was just like brother 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 <laughs> but yeah so it was exciting so you crushed that man turkey while i was trying to like find a mate yeah crushed well it. the hen was like not having it like the oh. hen was not so like, not okay, into it put him out of his misery <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> it was weird though. Like you get, I got such like an adrenaline rush and like was shaking and stuff because it was like you had to be quiet and then it was just like taking its sweet old time. I don't know. So nervous. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard I to explain love, if you've never gone hunting. <laughs> and I never have and probably never will. But <laughs> that little camouflage tent looked real fun to sit in. It was comfortable. I actually like was toasty because it like had heated up. So I wasn't wearing any shoes because I was like, oh, I'm taking these boots off. Shot a turkey without shoes on, <laughs> yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Like, hanging out in the blind with like, I had my feet up on a bucket and my dad was like, oh, Lisa, pay attention. There's a turkey. I was like, oh, okay. So it had those little like fake turkeys too. You did? Yeah. Decoys. Are those hens to attract them? Yes. How, so turkeys can see really well, but they're not smart enough to know that this plastic turkey is not real. Apparently not. And then the one like blows in the wind. So it like moves still. <laughs> and then you're like calling it to like with you're making the noise. So it looks you're real. making the noise. Yeah. We have like a turkey call. It's like a box call. Oh, it's not like a skill of yours. <laughs> God damn it, Jewel. <laughs> if only, if only. No, no. <laughs> Okay, well, if anyone needs to know anything else about turkey hunting, Melissa's your girl. I have an unfortunate story. I went to get a pedicure today because it was like 70 degrees yesterday and I was like, I ordered some new sandals. Sandal season. From DSW. And I was like, I gotta, because I haven't gotten a pedicure since my wedding, which was like seven months ago or something. And Was it only seven months ago? Eight months ago, maybe? I don't know. Okay. Sorry, continue. Oh, yeah. Eight months. And I stupidly was wearing little ankle booties to work. And then on my lunch, I went over to get a pedicure and then I had to put my ankle booties back on because they gave me like these neon green like flip flop things. Yeah. And I'm not going to wear those back into my office. So they were like they were super nice and the lady let me sit there as long as i could and like under the dryer thing and then she put this like oil stuff on and she's like i always put this on my toes before i put socks on but then it like the polish must have been too thick because as soon as i took my shoes and socks back off it was the the nail polish was like all squished and stuck to my black socks so PSA, always wear sandals when you go get a pedicure. And your feet aren't actually dirty. They're just No, well, black I was socks. wearing black flats today, too. Oh, that, yeah. That colored my feet black, so I'm just having some problems. <laughs> so sad. Sometimes they'll do, like, the saran wrap or whatever around mm-hmm. it with the oil so that it doesn't, like, smudge when you put your socks on, but it's, like, really uncomfortable. So. Yeah, I feel like it was, like, dry on the top, but the polish was so thick that it squished layers, yeah. in my boot, so. That's a bummer. I'm sorry. Gotta redo, but it's okay. Anyway, so, speaking of pedicures in spring and wonderful sunshine, we are talking all about our current favorites today on this episode. Spring fever favorites! So, what should we start with? Music? 
let's do it. Especially since we're like in the full American Idol slash the voice craze. I feel like I've been like adding songs like crazy to playlists. Any good songs from the voice? There aren't any like original songs, but it's like songs that I like didn't love before that I love now. Okay. I've with the voice I feel like has gotten me on like a Sean Mendez and a Ooh. Charlie Puth kick, which I was never really into before and now I'm like super feeling it. Okay. What have you been listening to? So this week has been Taylor Swift week for me because I'm so excited about whatever's happening on Friday, four twenty six. And so I have a playlist that's just all of Taylor Swift songs and I've just been listening to that on repeat basically. But an update, if anyone wants an update on Taylor Swift, what's <laughs> going on, the theories. So most people think that on Friday, 426, she's releasing a new single and a music video with it. And then like releasing the title of her seventh album and like the re- new release date for her upcoming album. And a lot of people think that this is the album that she wrote before Reputation, which was the one she released like a little less than two years ago, because she had recorded and like written an album and was ready to release it basically. And then all of the like Kim and Kanye drama happened and like Katy Perry stuff. And so then she like went dark for a year and then like came back with this Reputation like black, like snake vibe. And then now people (laughs) think that she's going to release either the album she wrote before or like a combination of like some old stuff and then new songs about her new boyfriend and stuff oh so you're just waiting so i don't care what it is i'm just really excited (laughs) when this episode's release that's true so guys will be ahead other than that i discovered mitchell tenpenny have you heard of him no so he's kind of like country pop and he's like got some really catchy songs i've discovered like a random stagecoach playlist okay which is like the country equivalent to coachella i think sure i have no idea but i've heard of it but yeah. i don't know anything it's like about a country it. music festival i think okay. it's like the weekend after coachella or something okay so i've been listening to that and had him on it so check him out and then Thomas Rhett has a new song that's really good called Remember You Young. Have you heard it? Yes. It's so good. Super good. I like cry every time I hear it. <laughs> it's so nostalgic. Oh, it's so good. And then the other song I just recently discovered on that Stagecoach playlist is You Look Like a Love Song by Russell Dickerson. Oh, I don't I've know never if heard, I... I'd never heard that before, but I was like, dang, this is catchy. Okay. That sounds familiar, but it also there's probably like twelve songs that are named similarly. Well, so there's a Marin Morris else. song that's like I could use love. That's song. what was playing in my head. Yeah. You're right. Okay, which is also a great song. <laughs> Thanks for being in my brain. <laughs> You're welcome. And then Jake Scott is like I don't know how well known he is, but he sang the song to he sings the song Tuesdays, which was a song we danced to at our wedding. And he doesn't release albums. He kind of just like randomly releases singles every couple of weeks. Um, so if you look him up on Spotify, he just has like a lot of singles. Oh. And the last like five of his songs have been really good. So okay. Jake Scott, check him out. I like it. I've also been listening to Clay Page, who is a country singer. I think he was on The Voice. Oh, um, I've heard of him. He's 
I think that he's it's fun music it's fun like summertime country yeah <laughs> and then the other person is bones b-o-h-n-e-s who i discovered is like the lead singer from the cabs like solo work oh so i was like obsessed with the cab i was in the thinking day. about the cab today actually <laughs> really yeah it's not like new but it's new to me because i just like Every once in a while, I'll be like, has a cab released anything? Not realizing that they like, broke up or whatever. So, yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's got the classic sound because yeah, lead singer. I don't but. know if I would want to listen to that, though, because I go back and listen to the cab sometimes, and it just reminds me of, like, very specific times in my life. Yeah. And I'm just like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I worked at Panera for four years, for anyone who doesn't know, and I brought one of the cab cds in with me i can't remember um which one had like just been released Mm -hmm. and we i we had like a little mini boom box by the sink and i would always want (laughs) to be the person doing dishes because then i would just get to sit back there do dishes no one would talk to me and i would jam out to the cab (laughs) and my and we'd close the panera for the night my friend katie and i would just be like back there jamming to the cab (laughs) and people would get really mad at us and annoyed but we listened to that cd on repeat like every day working at panera so is it like ruined for you now because you listen to it too much or just like brings you back and you don't want to go back to that Panera times no I don't know I think I just like really loved it back then and now I'm like eh. it might lose its appeal yeah, I don't know if I still like it as much as I did that's fair I liked the cab in high school and then I rediscovered them like middle college years so I feel like I don't have I still have fond memories of it so I can still listen to it but if anyone else is interested bones <laughs> I think it's just he has such a unique voice mm-hmm. that it's like, okay, yep, this is the cab forever. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm digging it. I'm <laughs> an angel with a shotgun. That's some cab. <laughs> From our very own Emily. <laughs> I've sang two songs now. Wait, what other song were you, did you sing? I'm not going to sing it again. The love song, Marin Morris. Oh, yeah. I didn't mm. even realize it's just so natural that you sing while we chat. <laughs> okay, should we move on to books? Let's do it. What have you been reading? So I'm currently reading Born a Crime, which is the Trevor Noah memoir. Do you know who Trevor Noah is? He's a comedian. Mm -hmm. Yes. So from South Africa and he was born during apartheid. So he like literally was born a crime. So I don't know. It's very interesting because he's like a comedian. So he like makes like his serious upbringing kind of lighthearted and very much enjoying it. It's like I started like a day ago and I'm on like like 50 pages left or something quick read but very fun and then i also just finished our book club book for this month yeah that was on my list yeah the lion game by ruth ware we'll have had our book club already when this comes out so we can talk about it that's true (laughs) i loved it i really liked it too i thought it was very like had some dark twists and turns and i had thought i predicted the ending an unexpected ending yeah, yeah for sure and yeah, I was wrong. So, which me I think is a sign of a good book. Yeah, it's a good murder mystery, but like not really murder mystery, but also set in like London and English countryside, yeah. which is cool. So, yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's it's suspenseful and Reese's Book Club is always good for a mm-hmm. for a good book. Absolutely. What else have you been reading? So, 
in our New Year's episode, we talked about our, our resolutions slash goals, and one of mine was to read two books a month. I'm happy to report that I'm one ahead Ooh. of my goal because I've read nine books so far. Okay. And so, yeah, I just finished The Lion Game by Ruth War for our book club, and then also in April, I read The Guardian by Nicholas Sparks, which is, I think, one of his newest ones. Okay. I saw it in the book store and was like i haven't seen that gotta write gotta read it nikki sparks and <laughs> nikki sparks i just in my head heard bubba sparks bubba sparks <laughs> that's what i call him we're on that level i thought it was really good i feel like nicholas sparks is kind of stepping away from his like i mean he still has this like romantic story set in north carolina but this was also this also had kind of like a creepy vibe to it where like you were trying to figure out like this guy's life and it kind of also took an unexpected turn which i guess that happens in every nicholas sparks book. yeah but it was still different like i didn't predict the ending like usually like can. i normally can in one of those books that's good i haven't the last nicholas sparks book i read was two by two and i didn't love it oh no i that one was bad it was not good so i have not read one, one of the since. most predictable books i've ever seen and it was seen. just like meh like i don't know anticlimactic yeah, mm-hmm. but um, the book I just finished last night is called We Were the Lucky Ones by Georgia Hunter. And it's so uh, the whole time I was reading it, I thought it was historical fiction. Oh, but then you get to the end and it explains who the author is and how this story like came to be. And so I thought it was historical fiction about this family like mom and dad and their five adult children that were living in Poland when World War II started. And so it kind of like spins off and tells each of the five kids and then the parents' stories. And so like four of the kids are living in Poland. One of the kids was living in France. So he like got lucky and like wasn't in Europe at the time of the war because he like was able to escape to Brazil. And then it like follows the rest of the family who who are like in a ghetto and then like one almost got sent to a concentration camp and then like one guy worked for the underground and like made fake IDs and like had them post pose as Catholic and like try and so they all were able to like escape using these different methods so that's why it's called we were the lucky ones yeah so then at the end it's like oh and P.S. the author is the granddaughter of the guy who escaped to Brazil and oh, so it's nonfiction. Yeah, so it's like it is nonfiction. I mean, I think she she embellished she embellished a little own. bit because she didn't know any of this because the guy who escaped to Brazil ended up coming to the U.S. and he changed his name, like his first name and last name. It's still like similar, but he like wanted nothing to do with his European identity and like started over, like married a an American, and then started a family and. Then after he died, his granddaughter was doing like a project freshman year of high school and like talked to her grandma and her grandma like started like telling these stories. And then they ended up having a family reunion where all these people came from Brazil and France and all the cousins were talking. And so all of her aunts and uncles were like the the children of the people in the story. Oh my gosh. And started talking and like she was just like 21 years old, like listening to all these stories. And then she ended up like 
going to Europe and interviewing a bunch of people and like following the path of her aunts and uncles and great aunts and uncles and great grandparents to figure out what happened to write this book. I feel like I would really enjoy that. It's really good. You can borrow it. Was it like a quick read? Like were you um, enraptured the whole time or captured? Yeah. Yeah. But it took me like a little longer. And it's it's really cool because it tells the different stories. So it breaks it up into chapters. And then in between the chapters, it tells like a little blurb of what was happening, like the dates of like okay. the different like key dates that were happening in World War II. So it was like this battle and like this happened in Germany and like this is what Hitler was doing and stuff. So. Okay. That's awesome. I mean, not awesome, but it sounds like a good read. Plus, it's heavier subject matter, so that would make sense why it took you yeah, longer Yeah, it was a little, well, s- little but slower, but yeah, it was really good. I will borrow that from you. <laughs> because I'm obsessed with memoirs, I've also read Gabrielle Union's memoir um, called We're, Gonna Need, We're Going to Need More Wine, and she talked a lot about her upbringing and like being basically a celebrity and then she touches a lot on like colorism and stuff and I just thought it was really interesting to hear her perspective especially like being she's famous in her own right and then she's also married to Dwayne Wade I thought it was very interesting and then the other memoir it was kind of like a memoir slash like self-help book which I didn't realize the self-help part of it was Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes and so I've talked about my love for like Grey's Anatomy and all of those shows which are created by Shonda Rhimes Um, So I like saw it and I was like, I need to read this. And basically for an entire year, she said yes to everything. Like she was kind of like introverted and she was like, she decided for an entire year, she was going to like go out of her comfort zone and say yes to every speaking opportunity someone asked her to do or whatever. And just like how transformative it was for her life. And so very interesting. It's kind of touches on her history of her life too, but also like goals (laughs) i love memoirs and autobiographies i'm obsessed (laughs) i want to write one but i have to do some more cool stuff first i mean start now start (laughs) logging it well you journal so that's true any other books you've been reading not any more i think that we haven't talked about okay the only other recommendation i have is if you have a goodreads account or if you don't i love the like reading challenge part of it so you can like log all the books you've read and it'll tell you like how what percentage you're close to to achieving your challenge if you have like a number of books you want to read and you can also follow like your friends's challenges so and see what they're reading so well that's true i've been meaning to get on there i love it as soon as i'm done i'm like yes i get to log another one like <laughs> see i have like a little thing in my journal my bullet journal that i'm yeah. tracking the books and so that's like my like yeah i get to draw another square that's true yeah <laughs> you don't need to log it electronically no but now it could be extra satisfying if i do it it's do, true do both so yeah <laughs> should we talk about podcasts yes as we're on, talk about podcasts on a podcast uplift our fellow podcasters <laughs> yes what are your faves so one podcast i listen to every day it's like monday through friday it's called the morning toast and it's actually a youtube like they go live on youtube and then it's a podcast later and they go live like it's like 10 30 in the morning so i usually am at work and don't really want to watch a youtube show so i wait and then listen to the podcast on my way home and I feel like I've talked about this before, haven't I? Maybe, but I was also just admiring the fact that your like pop socket on your phone is definitely oh, like yeah, I know morning toast related. <laughs> so it's too. So if anyone's heard of Girl with No Job, 
she is like this girl who started an internship and was like bored at her internship i i might be butchering her story so apologize (laughs) if i am but she was bored at her internship so started a blog about like the company and was like making fun of it kind of and then they like found her blog and fired her and then she was just like be changed her blog to girl with no job and made an instagram and just started posting like memes and funny stuff and then all of a sudden had like she has like four million followers or something and so then her and her sister started this morning show where they just do like the fast five stories you need to know before you take a bite of your morning toast and so it's just like they do like pop culture things and news and like business news and just like things that are happening in the world. And then they also talk about like the bachelor and they talk a lot about real housewives shows and like Bravo stuff, which I don't watch. So I kind of fast forward through that. Yeah. But they're the two of them are just so funny and so relatable. Like they talk, they make like high school musical references and like princess diaries (laughs) references. Like one of their things is justice for Lily Moskowitz, which I just (laughs) think is so funny. And like justice for Sharpay Evans, because like she was just trying to like do her thing and be in the musical. And then (laughs) freaking Troy Bolton, Troy and and Vanessa just had, or yeah, Gabriella, (laughs) Troy and and Gabriella just had to come in and mess up her whole thing. She was just trying to like get into college. Are they like our age? Yeah, they okay. are. Mm-hmm. So, very relatable. And they're sisters, and then they have their they have two other sisters, and I just think like it's fun to watch their family dynamics because they have like their own language basically, and like all these inside jokes that they just explain, and then like you you feel like you're in on the joke, and I don't know, it's just it's entertaining. It sounds fun. But they've been talking a lot about Taylor Swift, which has hyped me up a lot about, <laughs> about it. So. The only podcast I listen to daily, it's Monday through Friday, is called The Daily Zeitgeist. And their like thing is, we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. And they basically like report the news, but like, I think it's hilarious. Like my, the two guys is are Miles and Jack and Miles like <clears throat> smokes a lot of pot and like makes jokes. And then Jack is kind of nerdy and just like, they're very intelligent, but they just like make the news fun and they make fun of like political news regardless of like what your beliefs are and just like point out when stuff is just dumb and they also talk about like tv shows and like game of thrones and all that stuff so like pop culture plus like real news it's i don't know it's fun speaking of game of thrones let's talk about game of thrones for a second okay i have not much to contribute other than it's a show that people like (laughs) do you feel left out because you don't watch game of thrones have you ever seen an episode no and no. So I've seen one episode and I was kind of just like, okay, no, this is not a show for me. It was like the season finale of some random season. And I just don't understand. Like everyone at my work talks about it. And that's why I feel left out because like all these, I'm sitting in my cube and all these people are standing up, like having a conversation over my head about dragons and, and like random battles and stuff and i'm just like i don't i don't get it well it's insane how many people actually watch it like the ratings it's it's crazy but i've never watched it i actually feel like i would like it like i tend to be into sort of i don't know if it's more fantasy i don't really like fantasy but like sci-fi so i think it touches on that 
But one, it's a commitment. And two, everyone is predicting, not everyone, I've heard a lot of predictions that it's going to end with everyone dying. And I do not do well when shows don't give me closure. So I'm already like Mm -hmm. not okay with that. So I'm like, I'm not going to start with it until I actually know what happens. And then maybe I'll watch it in like five years. (laughs) People at my work have a Game of Thrones fantasy league, which is like you pick your team of characters and then like you get points. Like if they... Like you, you don't get any points if they get killed, obviously, but you get like <laughs> a bunch of points if they kill a dragon or like if they do something else or like have sex, you get points. And it's just like so weird. Like another example of please get a life. But <laughs> that's mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just don't like the show. We're not trying to. Uh, no, we're going to have so many haters. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, I mean, fantasy leagues just tend to not be my thing in general. I just don't do dragons. I'd probably like it if I watched it, to be honest, but I can't start now. (laughs) It's too much of a commitment. Plus, I won't get over it for a really long time if everyone does die at the end. So, (laughs) Okay, well, we'll talk about our favorite, current favorite TV shows. Yes. (laughs) In a second, but... Any other podcasts that you're loving? So, I think I've talked about the Run Selfie Repeat podcast before. But it's it's done by a woman named Kelly Roberts who started Run Selfie Repeat as a blog because she she like ran the some marathon or the New York City Marathon I think and had a bunch of signs that were like date me or something I don't know and <laughs> she started a running blog and she's just like a person who was never a runner and doesn't like look like your typical runner mm-hmm. but is like you can be a runner if you want to be a runner. Like, all you have to do is say you're a runner, but people are afraid to say that I'm a runner because that, like, I don't know. You've talked about struggling with that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, she started these weekly running guides, which are supposed to be for beginning runners, but I've been listening to them anyways because it's just, like, I just love hearing her talk, and she just, like, I didn't even, I don't even listen to them while I'm running. I was just, like, listening while I'm getting ready in the morning. (laughs) She's like, all right, you're off. You're running. You're doing this. She's like, so, how's your day? What's, what's going on? And I might be weird, but I'm just like, wow, if I was a runner starting out, like, this would be so helpful because she just, like, talks you through and, like, gives, drops knowledge on you while you're jogging along and... I mean, it sounds like a form of like meditation, like you're just in the zone. But when she's not doing that, it's she interviews like sports psychologists and oh. and um, different people like that. So it's good. And then the other one is the adult chair, which was recommended by Danny. Yes. Our, our intuitive friend. She was on our episode called Highly Meditated a couple a couple episodes ago. And she recommended the adult chair. And I started listening from the beginning and it's a little slow going, but, um, one of the more recent ones caught my eye and they interviewed a certified eating psychology coach. And that was interesting to me because it was like kind of like a different approach to healing and eating disorder, which, which is something that's interesting to me. And like I've struggled in the past and so it was like really like helpful to learn mm-hmm. and hear about what she had to say so i'd recommend that one i have to also have to check that out i have not yet but it's on the list 
The other ones I listen to are, and I've probably talked about these, the Brain Candy Crush or the Brain Candy podcast is like one I listen to. I think they have like two episodes a week-ish approximately, and they just talk about like random things happening in the world. And they're quite funny, I think. And they were previously on reality TV, so their perspective is interesting. I also listened to The Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard, and his episodes are all like two hours long, and he puts out a lot of content, so I've had to like, I can't catch, I, some of the people I don't know, so I don't listen to all of them, but he has some really interesting guests, and you learn a lot about them, and he's like very open about like his life struggles with like addiction and stuff, and it's just like an interesting perspective, and then at the end, they do a fact check, which I think is kind of fun, where like Monica, who is his like co-host, will ever, basically everything she, he says, she like looks up and is like, actually, you were, you were wrong when you said this. And it's kind of funny because he's like, wait, what? Really? Like, it's entertaining to have her call him out on all those funny. facts that he puts what out. What if we had someone fact check us? Oh my gosh, it would be horrible. <laughs> We'd have a lot of... Don't fact check us. Or do. I guess we'll, we're open to growing, but... I mean, we're, we don't also, really say a lot of crazy stuff. We don't say a lot of facts. They're more opinions. Yeah. So. <laughs> Straight up opinions. The other one I listen to from time to time is Ridiculous History. It's just like weird things that happened in history. It's kind of entertaining. And then two podcasts from friends that I know. One is called Highway to Health. And it's... Friends that you know? Yeah. Sorry. Oh. Ah, <laughs> As opposed to friends I don't know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you know them. <laughs> It'd be awkward. Sorry, continue. Okay, now I'm flustered. Um, Highway to Health is like a podcast and he just interviews different people and different facets of like the medical industry or like the health and fitness industry, which is interesting. And then, as you already mentioned, our intuitive friend Danny is starting her podcast very soon. It's called Highly Meditated and she already has an Instagram, so follow her. And she Snapchatted me last night that she's working on her first episode. So. I'm so excited. Get for excited. That. She did a thing on her Instagram where it was like, would you rather hear about this or this yes. or this or this? And I was like, I can't decide between any of these. And so I just responded like I messaged her and was like, both, both, both. She was like, don't worry, I'm going to do both. I was just putting out feelers. I like it. Yeah, I def- well, I responded, but I, yeah. I'm excited. It's going to be some good content, I think. So Okay. Back to TV shows. Besides not watching Game of Thrones, what are you watching? I just started a show on Netflix that's actually on the CW called All American. And it's like a football movie, but it's like a kid from that didn't have a lot of opportunities gets like recruited, basically, which is not even allowed to like play for this like Beverly Hills football team. And it's kind of like cheap, like... The premise is kind of cheesy, but I don't know. I'm like hooked. It's very entertaining. And then I found out it's kind of funny because like it's about American football and the lead character is actually British, but I didn't know that until I like looked him up. So so he's posing to have an American accent. Yeah. So he's posing to have an American accent. They talk about how he's going to be all American in football and he like hadn't even heard of like he didn't know anything about American football until they like put him through this boot camp for this role. Dang. So it's kind of funny. But you would never know by watching the show and I would recommend it. I'm addicted if you like any sort of like it's dr- it's just dramatic and doesn't that like blow your mind when 
a British person or someone who's not American can mimic an American accent absolutely perfectly. It's crazy. Like, Lily James does it pretty mm-hmm. well. And I, I guess maybe it's just because this is how I speak. So I can't imagine, like, but trying I, to, trying to speak like this. Yeah. Well, I can't. Like, you would try like, to have a British accent? Yeah. Like, I can't do a British accent for, like well like at all but then for an extended period of time but I actually was like okay now that I know he's British I want to hear what his British accent sounds like so I like looked up an interview with him his name is Danielle Ezra and he like said that even like all of his castmates didn't know he was British because he stayed in his American accent so he wouldn't lose it throughout like all of filming so at the end they're like wait you're British like no one knew that he was British and they had him try to do an American accent and he had to like hear it and then he could mimic it but it's interesting because you definitely have to like prep to have the accent sorry I was just looking him up I wanted to see what he looks like (laughs) thoughts he's cute be cute Ezra I like that name Mm -hmm. George Ezra Who's George Ezra? He's like a singer guy. Oh. He's like singer guy. Miles Budapest. My hidden treasure. Third song of the podcast, if you guys are counting. (laughs) Wait, let's back check that. (laughs) So that's my newest addiction. Oh, yep. I was right. What? He sings that song, Budapest. (laughs) Oh, I thought you said backtrack, but you said backtrack. He's also British. Oh. Maybe they're related. Possibly. Probably not. Actually, just looking at their photos, I don't think they are. <laughs> what have you been binging recently? I've been binging How I Met Your Mother. We are already on the third season of How I Met Your Mother. Is which this your first time through? Yes, because I swore I would never watch it. Because whenever I've seen like one-off episodes, I'm like, this show is so annoying. I hate the laugh track. I can't imagine like actually liking this, but I said the same thing about friends for years. And then finally, Matthew got me to sit down and watch it (laughs) and I loved it. And so now he finally has got me to sit down and watch How I Met Your Mother and I'm like obsessed and we're like plowing through it. So it's good. I don't know that I finished it, but I got through like a lot of seasons and I definitely enjoy it. I think it's funny. You kind of get hooked. Mm-hmm. Good. <laughs> the other show I'm excited that it's back is The Bold Type, which is on Freeform. And if anyone, if no one's ever seen it, it's like basically the premise is these three girls who are super good friends. They work at a, it's it's supposedly like a cosmopolitan magazine type thing um, in New York City. And there, one's a writer, one's like a fashion person, and one's the head of social media. <laughs> and it's supposed to be this like progressive show that tackles a lot of issues and I think it does actually so but it's also just like fun and they're running around New York City living a cool life so season three is back and it has Jan from the office in it so it's great (laughs) shout out for that speaking of freeform and like being progressive and tackling issues I also watched Good Trouble have you heard of that Mm -mm. it's a spinoff from the show The Fosters but it's like two girls that are living in LA that they're sisters and just like tackling basically all the all the deep subjects that's Freeform's <laughs> MO apparently yeah. right now it's so good though like the one storyline is like like fighting for equal rights between men and women in her like coding job and like Ooh. yeah I don't know it's just very progressive and I love it so remember the show switched at birth oh Freeform slash ABC family that was the best show 
We watched that when we lived together because it like took a really long break, I feel like, and then came out with a final season mm-hmm. or a final two seasons. Lucas Gabriel was in it from High School Musical. And um, April, I can't think of her real name, but April from Gilmore Girls. Oh, yeah. She was Luke's daughter in Gilmore Girls. Bay was her name. Oh, yeah. In the show. Yeah. Which kind of a weird name. Yeah. I thought it was like a family name or something, but maybe. Yeah, no, the Lucas Graybeer, Gray, Gabriel, Gabe, Graybeel, whatever his name is. His character was like got married at 17 and then they all of a sudden had like twins the next season. Did they have twins? I thought they had one child and he had Down syndrome. Oh. Right? Or did he have twins? No, he got married to that one blonde girl and then they got divorced and then. He had a baby with that other British girl. Oh, they're still on. He was only like 18. (laughs) Yeah. Like his life like happened real fast. (laughs) Things happened real quick. Did I tell you that Seventh Heaven was playing while I was on my cruise and that episode came on and I almost was like, why didn't I have my phone ready? Because there's a part in there where Wilson tells Mary that he can't say I love you yet because things happen real quick. Okay, he already had a kid, but... (laughs) Speaking of another good show, do you have any other just like general recommendations for our loyal listeners? I recently splurged. Okay, so my New Year's resolution is to not buy clothes and I'm including shoes in that. But I really needed some new work flats because all of mine were worn out. So I was like, okay, I can forgive myself for breaking it because this is like a necessary purchase. And I was like, okay, but I'm going to be smart about it because I usually buy cheap flats. I get worn out. And so I have to buy new pairs all the time. And I've been hearing a lot about Rothy's and basically from other podcasts. And I was like looking into them and they're made out of recycled water bottles and they're like what really appealed to me is that they're machine washable so you can like literally just throw them in the washer and then hang them up to dry and so I was like okay they're a little more spendy than I'd like but I'm gonna try them I saw some mixed reviews and they are seriously like the most comfortable flats I've ever had and the fact that you can wash them I feel like I'm wearing new shoes all the time have you washed them yes and they turned out fine yeah so they have like support in them, like an arch, or is it just like super they don't flat? have an arch, but you can buy different supports, of course, soles for them. Obviously, yeah, they'll take your money. But yeah. did you use a discount code from your podcast? I did. <laughs> Isn't it just like a free shipping? It's not even like a discount. I, I can't d- remember. I used the code, whatever it was. I can't remember if it was free shipping or a percentage off. Anyway, <laughs> well, that's great. I keep seeing the ads because once you were talking about it, I like searched it. And of course, now it comes up all the time. Every time I go on anything and there's really cute leopard ones that I want. But I've been de- I haven't decided to to, to make this splurge. So. Yeah, they have really cute loafers, too, that I would love. But it's an investment. Loafers. How about you? Anything else? Any other recommendations? Well, if we're talking about clothes slash shoes, I recently splurged on a pair of Madewell jeans, which I've heard a lot of good things about. And I'd never bought anything from Madewell before, but I really like that like simple style of their clothes. And, but everything is just like a little bit more expensive than I would normally pay on clothes. And they don't have like regular sales, like some other stores, like you can just wait a day and it will go on 50% off. Okay. So they had like a spring sale. And so I went and before I started my new job, I wanted to kind of like update my 
wardrobe because a little bit because I've I'd been like mainly working from home and so I was like okay I'm gonna get some new clothes I'm gonna feel good and so I bought a pair of Madewell jeans and I love them they're so comfortable they like fit perfect and they the like the length is good normally if I buy like long jeans they're still too short but fits perfect and highly recommend Awesome. Is that so? That's like a brick and mortar store. Like you didn't do it online. Uh, they have one at the Mall of America. Okay. But they also you can also buy online. Obviously. Okay. So yeah, I tried them on before I bought them. Okay, because you said you went, so I was like, I've never heard of that. But very cool. Any other recommendations, or should we do some listener questions? Let's do our listener questions. Okay, so we put a call out for questions from our pedal peeps, and we got a few. So. Yeah, I'll read the first one. Says, Dear Pedal Peeps, recently my best guy friend from high school was in town with his wife. A group of us had planned to go out for some drinks, but unfortunately my guy friend came down with the flu and decided to stay back. Flash forward to the bar. His wife is flirting with a guy at the bar to the point that I'm uncomfortable. The night goes on, the flirting continues, but eventually we head home and I think nothing of it. The next day, my brother lets me know that his friend, who happened to be the guy that she was flirting with, told him that they ended up hooking up in the bathroom wall at the bar. Now, knowing this, even though it's... Hooking up on the bathroom wall? In the bathroom? In the bathroom is all it says. Knowing this... Right? (laughs) No judgment, but you. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Now, knowing this, through the grapevine, should I tell my good friend that his wife cheated or just take it with me to the grave? So they found out that they cheated because the girl or the guy that she was flirting with happened to be her brother's her brother's friend. friend. Dang, small world. Seriously, must be a small town. Yeah, I mean, I guess friends from high school. Inside, I'm, I'm so. putting judgments on the story that are that could not <laughs> be true. So sorry. Um, that's tough. It's tough because you're so close to the situation like it's Mm -hmm. your best guy friend so if it was your best guy friend then I feel like yes you could say something but if it was like a coworker or something I feel like you might not want to say something yeah or like maybe if that's happening like it's only a matter of time before he will figure out what's going on too yeah I feel like too you didn't see it firsthand so that's also like an added that's complexity true. like you and heard you get through involved. the grapevine so i i just like you didn't watch jersey shore but basically ronnie cheated on sam and so Wow and snooki wrote her a note saying ronnie's cheating on you trying to like let her know like girl code but basically she just like gets mad at those two instead of at ronnie well it's almost like the thing where you like say you're dating someone for a long time and then you break up with them and all your friends are like oh thank god like we were just waiting for that to happen like that's happened to me and i've heard other stories like that and you're always like oh like why don't you why didn't you say something why didn't you tell me like you felt that way but but if you are the one saying it like you're just kind of like it's putting your opinions out there and that person's going to be like well like they're just going to do the opposite of what you say because right. they don't want they want they don't want to feel like you're judging them. Do you think they run the risk of them if they find out that they knew 
after the fact if they after they find out of them being upset that they didn't tell them or do you think i feel like well, that yeah, might that's be easier the other part of it but that might be easier to get over almost yeah like if you're weighing the options i've yeah i feel like it would be i feel like it's a rock and a hard place and mm-hmm which is why this person came, came to us for <laughs> advice. And I don't feel like I have a lot of great advice, unfortunately, for this person. But yeah, I feel like we just kind of spun around in circles. But um, I think I wouldn't say anything based on the, all, the facts that we have from the email. Because if you saw it, I think you'd have an obligation. But if you heard it through the grapevine, like that's a marriage. I don't know. That would, that's my perspective. What do you think? Well, that's true. Like the other thing is like, okay, maybe it's your best guy friend, but it's also a marriage, like you said. And so you don't know what goes on in their relationship mm-hmm. in their marriage. And like, like sometimes like maybe that that's just how they roll. Like, like an open marriage. Probably or not, but you, you never know. And so like you saying something like you're trying to like, you wanting to say something is coming from a good place, but mm-hmm. it's it's still you like putting your judgments on it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess our advice is just don't say anything. Yeah, but also like follow your gut. Right. If if you can't like sleep at night knowing this, like do what you got to do. But that would be yeah our advice. Or like I I don't know the other option would be to talk to the wife and just be like that's hey, true depending heads on how close up, they are I heard this happened and like other people know so might want to like figure get in out your life if it's true yeah. yeah yeah that's true like yeah if you're close enough with whoever the wife is mm-hmm. that's good advice okay next question dear pedal peeps it's only April and I feel like my summer calendar is filling up so fast. I have so many weddings and parties and almost don't have a free weekend. How do you guys stay sane and make time for yourself when this happens? P.S. Love the podcast. Aw. First of all, congratulations on being so popular. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) But it's like, oh, I have so many parties to go to. Yeah. I mean, we have talked, though. I feel like summers get booked up so yeah, fast, no. especially I'm in sorry, Minnesota. I did not mean no. to be, say that in a mean way. <laughs> no. <laughs> all, in, all in love. Yeah. No, good problem to have, but I don't totally understand that because we talked about how we're introverts and you t- sometimes just need that time to, like, recharge. And I do that by, like, sitting on my couch and reading a book. Um, I, go ahead. Well, and in the summer, you still – it's, like – it's not like school where you get the whole summer off and you can do whatever mm-hmm. you want. Like we're working every day and the weekend is still supposed to be your time to recharge. But when you're like going from event to event, you don't yeah. have, you, like, you need a weekend from your weekend almost. Yeah. I say what I personally do and this, not everyone has like enough vacation or the luxury to do this, but whenever I'm like have a weekend event, I take the Friday or the usually the following Monday off to like recharge. So I still get a little bit of a weekend, even though I'm doing something fun, whether it's a wedding or a cabin, I still need that like day to just like not interact with people. And that's definitely how I feel like I survive <laughs> this busy summers. Yeah. And even if you can't take the day off, like try to work from home yeah. on Monday or Friday, like that's what saves me. And I can't do this yet in my new job, but for my last two jobs I worked from home on Mondays and it was like a mental health day like Mm -hmm. even though I was still working like it was like I was peaceful got to stay in my house with Mm -hmm. no one here and I could just like 
do work and be productive, but also like not have to worry about like interacting with people, which is like introvert problems. But well, and I feel like too, like, and I've had to like learn this, but I have like not a lot of shame anymore about saying I just need like a mental health day. I have really bad FOMO, but I also, if it's just a regular hangout and not like a big event, I can say, and I know you won't judge, like, I just need to like hang out. I can't go hang out with people today. And I think your friends will accept that. If those, obviously you can't like do that for a wedding, but. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's just about prioritizing the things that are important to you. And then like, if you need that time to not be afraid to say no. Like mm-hmm. your, your true friends will still be there for you so yeah and they'll understand so good luck yeah have a great summer yeah seriously <laughs> invite us to your parties for real <laughs> except for don't we'll probably I need a weekend for my weekend <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're probably need a mental health day that day but <laughs> all right well that wraps up our dear, dear pedal peeps section yeah if you guys have any pressing questions or anything you want our thoughts on Um, feel free to DM us on Instagram or send us a message on Facebook or email us floralcouchconversations at gmail.com. Like we just did. We will always keep you anonymous. So don't worry about that. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Yeah. And you can also, our link is, our email is also on our website, floralcouchconversations.com. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. And now we are just... We're on Podcoin now. And if you haven't heard of Podcoin, it pays you to listen to podcasts. So if you're... It takes a while to rack up points, but you can redeem them for Amazon gift cards or eventually if you like earn it for the long game, <laughs> headphones and different things. But if you're going to listen to podcasts anyway, it's kind of a fun way to do it. You can also donate to charity through that instead of buying yourself things. So kind of cool. It pays you to listen to podcasts that you're probably going to listen to anyways. Do you have to listen to them through the app for it to work? Yes. And can you download them onto your phone? Yes, you can download them. My only, my biggest, I guess, complaint about the app is that I usually listen to podcasts at one and a half speed. Mm, And you can't do that? Yeah, it's just a single speed. So that's my only complaint so far. But otherwise, I like it. And you get extra points for having, if you listen to like at least 10 minutes on it a day, you get like more points per minute, Mm. essentially. So it like rewards you for, yeah. Cool. Podcoin, check it out. Yeah. Otherwise, if you're liking what you're hearing, tell your friends, give us five stars on all of the aforementioned apps, and we would really appreciate it. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Bye. Bye.